0: Yes, yes, here we go one more time. It is what we talking about. We are here today just to give you a little more entertainment. We're not here to report the news. We just tell you what we see about it. And today I got a very, very, very special guest as we dive into the sports world. And hey, hey, what can I say? STL Mo. STL Mo. <laughs> I don't know if y'all still do that or not, but <laughs> My man, the president of the End Zone Network is in the building,
1: and yeah, in the zone is in the house, man. In the zone is in the house, man. How you doing,
0: man? I'm good, man. I'm just doing this quarantine thing, man. I know.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I have been hey, up yeah. many a nights, man, talking with you and and the sports world man with this epidemic man how are you doing with this sheltered in and and cancellations of everything
1: oh man well the atrium arlington lane is here on what we're talking about and uh uh part of the in the zone network and i will say this it's crazy man because i've had to do a whole 180 on uh what to do you know during this pandemic so it's been interesting to see how you know, um, just keeping yourself busy as the as the days continue to uh, progress with this uh, pandemic, it hasn't stopped, and it's not going to.
0: Man, I tell you, man, you you one of the most knowledgeable guys I know when it comes to the <laughs> sports world. I, mean, I see you at the frisbee Olympics. I see you <laughs> at, at the basketball theory. <laughs> That's um, you can't blow up a water balloon faster than this guy, anything competitive, he's on top of. So, stop,
1: stop. Man. man! You're making me sound like I'm at the ESPN the, the Ocho the Ocho-, <laughs> the Ocho Awards, hosted by the H-O. H. <laughs> You know, if 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 push came to shove, man, and they said, man, we want you to MC the uh those awards, I would. I don't know how well I'd be pre- uh, received, but I know I would do it. You know, for that sake, man. But it, yes, I, and honestly, I have got a chance to check out a little bit of those. I think they did something on ESPN two one day, and they changed it to ESPN eight. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, man hey man whatever whatever we can do out here man but i gotta ask you man i just i just saw this in the news of course everything has been suspended what's going on with the xfl is it over
1: um you know there has that see a lot of these organizations and and and, uh, sports leagues they're wording stuff to be ambiguous you know they they know what the the end is going to be or at least they say they know what the end is going to be but they won't say that publicly because they want fans to know that um they're still going to be around but with this latest development that the uh, xfl saying that they were going to um suspend operations and then laying off all of their employees when you say something like that that is a big sign that you're cancel. You're pretty much done. And when you lay off your entire staff, I'm talking about all eight cities, all of the staffs from tickets, from, uh, uh, sales from merchandise, uh, those that weren't working with food, you know, those that had with the, um, with the various venues, uh, anybody that was in a general office, gone today was the last day that they got their paychecks today good friday so it was it it was really surprising to see that especially seeing the report from uh espn that had you know that they were involved with the league uh, during this season you know and it was grateful to see them uh be a part of it even though they kind of uh honestly in my opinion i think they left them like the ball-headed stepchild but they kind of you know they, they were involved with it and so um it's it's crazy to see that this thing that was for five weeks probably was very intriguing in most part and it, and it got respectable and uh exceeding over exceeding ratings for their yeah. for their league man so i'm like it wasn't no laughing Of people was trashing it because that it wasn't the nfl
0: hey shout out to josh johnson oakland's own josh johnson been following your career forever but this is the only way i was going to actually ever see you play
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah
0: so, you know, that was great man but uh yeah man i mean i so i don't i don't know where to 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 write this because of course we had the xfl it, with the he hate me days and all that yeah
1: yeah yeah we did man and you know this is right now nothing but a big question mark and because it's a big question mark you don't know whether there's going to be a future they're saying there isn't one especially man. when you're laying off your employees you're, you're telling everybody that you're, you're uh you're done but they, they they're trying to they're giving this kind confu- of i guess confusing effect that there's they i'm like there should be hope for 2021 you know i'm like you start your season at the beginning of the year anyway so i'm like at least you should look into uh you should look into uh coming back for the new seat you know for a new season or so but the way that this pandemic is panning out i don't think we'll have anything for the rest of the year The, the way that they, they, they're saying these things That's the way it
0: sounding They keep pushing it further and further back Right on a, on, a, on a positive note though It did give a new energy to the game of football Can you ta- What were some of your favorite Different rules That
1: XFL brought to the table Well the the, the most important rule Was the kickoff How they kicked the game off yeah. You know where you had to stand there Until the ball was either Um uh, touched or it I think it took a bounce or so and then once it you know got hands on or you know then you could take off and that's what was the cool thing man and I was grateful to be at one of the most historic moments in the league where the first kickoff return for a touchdown happened you know it happened at the dome downtown in St. Louis and seeing that in action was a thrill It was such a thrill. And even though that the league, and I know why they did it, I wish they didn't do it. And that was due to the lower bowl effects because they already had in their mind that there there was going to be at least 15 to possibly 20,000 fans coming to these games. And that very first game for St. Louis was right there, close to 30,000 fans, you know? And so... For a lower bowl type game, man, that, that place was loud. Like imagine if they had the upper bowl open where people could, you know, could sit up there and watch the game too, man. That place would have shook. Mm.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like that 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 kickoff format. But you know, yeah. I, I like I like the I like the the extra point.
1: <laughs> yes, that was another thing that um was really I mean that happened in um if I'm not mistaken That happened in uh, No it didn't I was thinking it happened In the Alliance, But it did not But um, that was the point the, the point score. Yeah no it did It did happen there I'm tripping But I think they didn't do it the, You know 1.2.3 points Which was terrific man You know And it actually made it harder For teams to go for one Because you're doing this On the two yard line yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of teams You know messed around Wanted to go for two because at least you had a little bit more space. And then if you really thought you could get it done, you go for three, which is ten yards, but still it's only one play. You it's not like you was getting three downs after it. It was for just one play. And if, you know, um the Houston team, the Roughnecks, you know, they were successful a few times on the three-point conversions, and then a lot of teams were using the two point conversion because of the amount of space. So it was really terrific, you know, how they were able to to utilize that. It's a shame though. Um, that we never got a chance to check out what the overtime games were gonna look like. Mm. You know. You know, because they had a a um I think one of the better overtime I think college was using that at one point. Or they were going to use it at one point, where you get five plays, you know, you try to score the best of five, yeah, and you know, you try to stop it on the other end, and then you do vice versa, you know. So that would have been something, but of course it didn't it didn't happen but um yeah those those were uh those are terrific rules and and the kickoffs themselves and punts you had to put it well kickoffs for sure you had to put it in a certain area and if you didn't you were gonna get penalized for that that was ter- that's terrific strategy yeah you know they, they really have put a lot of input into it two years worth you know and it just again it's only, it was only five games, but it was probably one of the better five games that you'll see uh, in, for, for a spring football type league. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. You know, I, I had no complaints.
0: Uh, well, well, I shouldn't say I had no complaints. You know, I, I had yes Yeah, complaints.
1: we all had our complaints. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, you know,
0: and, <laughs> and my, my thing was uh, the, not only – see, there's an officiating ad- – and then there's the understanding of your referee,
1: exactly, and and, 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 and getting and getting the viewer to understand the rules. Now, I know prior, like um, I say, two three weeks prior to the league start, they dropped the rules, and you know you had to understand what I probably earlier than that was understanding the rules of what the XFL was all about, and a lot of these were variants of seeing in other leagues and then college football was played a part of it what was uh kind of interesting to me is when these xf xfl players you know uh, those that do make it to the nfl how they're going to adjust from one type of rules to another type to back to the nfl type of rules you know that's what's going to be interesting to see even if if that if the nfl actually does play out but that's going to be interesting to see um i was impressed with uh couple of the quarterbacks in the XFL. One being the one from St. Louis, Jordan Te'amu, who's now with the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, PJ Walker, who is uh, currently right now with the Carolina Panthers who played for Houston. Yeah. And I will I will honestly sit there and say is, uh, I got a chance to go to three XFL games this year. And the one time that I, uh, two of the games were at home, and one we got a chance to go on the road to go to. And that was the very first game, uh, going to Dallas, going to Arlington, Texas. Go, you know, <laughs> go figure, right? Arlington.
0: Yeah, um,
1: yeah. <laughs> but what? But when we got there, because I, I said I said to myself, I wanted to make sure I got to the very first XFL game in Battlehawks history. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be present. So we took a group. It was supposed to be a bus trip. Didn't work out as well. So we wound up getting like a uh, it made like a guys trip. You know, uh, eight men. We all got a chance to uh we purchased our tickets you know got a chance to get into the stands going to globe life park in arlington got a chance to see what the what the used to be baseball stadium for the texas rangers you know checked out as and you know it was a great experience man you know uh being there seeing the action for the first time you know it it, it gave me the feel like it was the st louis rams you know when they were in st louis when rams when they were in st louis you know, we got angry at the team for mistakes they were making. But it, it, at the same time, we had to remember this was very brand new. We didn't know what to expect of it. But the one thing that came across was it was football. Yeah, most that definitely. Was, that was the main thing. It was football, and we got a chance to watch
0: And who, who would have thought that it's possibly maybe the only football we get this year?
1: You know, there's some truth to that. The uh the other thing that came into play was um the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now so now
0: we're looking uh, at the yeah. NFL season coming up. We got draft, you know, coming up. How, how do how do you feel about <laughs> that? Should, should the, should the draft? Be, should the draft take place now or should they wait?
1: Um I, at this point, what was funny is they're going to have to do what the XFL did for their draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw it or any of your listeners seen it that with the XFL draft, they did it from a remote location and then they made the announcement who the pick was. Honestly, that's how the draft was done without the cameras back in the day. Yeah, true. So they may have to go old school with it. I would, I would think since, what, we in April now, so I'm thinking, what, two weeks? Yep. Is when the draft's supposed to go. And uh, I don't know, because after what ESPN did with their 30 for 30 documentary with The Last Dance, I don't know if they'd be wise enough to do that unless you do what you have all along is the three nights with uh, i mean the three-day draft with thursday night friday night and saturday uh morning and afternoon you know i, I if they do it i, I you know I, I would say go ahead and go for it man you know it's it's, it's just a draft you just knowing where you're going to to, to play you're not actually going to be playing at least it'll give uh I guess, closure to those 256 players that, you know, we'll see where they're going. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I, I, th- I think I think the know. only one, the only thing that it hurts is the non-draft, non-drafted pickups. Because you don't really get to see them and work them out, you know, after the
1: draft. Because you can't do that right now. Right, it, it it hurts, it hurts scouts, it does hurt um. It actually hurts the players themselves man because they can't they can train but they can't train like they normally train yeah i mean you can go out you can't go outside they telling you not to uh if you have a gym inside you go and do that if you don't have a gym you got to find ways to make you know your state uh your, yourself still uh worthy of playing football you know so it's it's a difficult time right now i mean a lot of people are taking there are some people that are taking precaution, you know, using a mask and gloves for when they are doing uh, their various workouts, but it makes it, it's a lot more difficult than it is that, you know, people making it seem like it's just crazy, man. Crazy times, man. I never thought in my wildest dreams being on this earth 35 years, we'd be sitting back and three leagues are not in action for sports yeah it's a crazy time this is definitely a time four sorry four <laughs> four because nhl right now is in the playoffs would have been in the playoffs nba season would be uh turning the corner towards that run for the playoffs uh baseball season would have been kicking into high gear and the xfl was going into their last weekend of the season like this uh easter sunday would have been the uh finale for the season and, then, and, and olympic trials that's correct oh, no olympic trials and then st louis was supposed to be a part of that as a matter of fact i think it was march 21st march 21st would have been considered one of the great days in st louis sports because it would have been the ncaa tournament that was here and then um You spoke of Josh Johnson on the Wildcats They were coming to St. Louis And they were going to play in front of 50,000 fans 50,000 plus fans Because they actually opened up the dome You know where they were going to let 20,000 more people get up there and, 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 And sit and have a good time And That And then you had baseball season Like I know this past weekend was supposed to be opening day For St. Louis You know so you missed out on that And so uh it's taking a huge hit st louis i mean not just st louis but all over the united states sports and shoot the world sports is taking a huge hit because that's something where we like you and i sit back put our feet up get a little food kick back and watch a sporting event for at least two and a half three hours and take away from the rest of our troubles where we can sit there and take it out on them you're right man now it's it's the ultimate
0: release and and now we're without it, man. but you did mention The Last Dance. I now, did. Oh, man. I, I for one, am extremely excited to see this documentary. But I will say this. There was one question that I heard asked about this documentary that I'm opposed to you. Okay. Whose career took the biggest hit
1: because of Michael Jordan? Ooh. Anybody that didn't win a ring between 91 and 98. <laughs> so that's that's several. You're talking about Reggie Miller. You're talking about uh, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, who eventually did go on to win rings. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, those guys. They went on to win rings. Gary Payton did. Uh, you know, um, shoot, Karl Malone, John Stockton. You know they still they play hard but they just could never get over that hump there we go. and that's and i'm glad we bringing this up because i think this might wind up being the rest of the show and i and i'm saying this for this reason i got a chance to go back and watch the 97 finals i watch a game when I, I need to watch the rest of them because now i'm 35 and the time that i watched it i was 12. so you know it's like understanding it trying to understand it better today than it did back then. You know, I enjoyed it because it was MB- it was the NBA. It was Michael Jordan. It was the Bulls. But my thing was when I was watching game one, just the first half, I'm looking back and I was like, Mike didn't look like Mike no more. He was 34 years of age. You know, he had to turn around Jay. You know, he, he could get to the basket, but that's what he was banking on was that turnaround Jay. That's right. And um, the Jazz... Oh, my God. I, I never understood why Nick Wright had uh, was, was, was so uh, against Michael Jordan not being the greatest of all time. Mm. And sit there and saying that there were not many Hall of Famers that were playing during that era. Uh, or it's time in the finals Is where I was getting at It really didn't even matter at that point Because the 97 finals would tell you this Is that the Bulls and the Jazz Were the top two teams Who scored the most points That year yeah. And here they are playing with games of 80, 85 90 I think there was maybe one game That was barely over 100 True. If it got to that point But my point was they played each other tough. And remember, this is a time where hand checking was involved. So they putting that arm on the on the side, you know, uh, you know, on the ribs of your back. You know what I mean? So that was allowed. So imagine then compared to today's NBA, where pretty much everything is loose and people shooting from 40 feet out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a more tougher game. Threes came at a minimum. Or it was when it was needed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and that's what made those games terrific because they was they were mostly defensive struggles.
0: And and, and you had to beat the man in front of you. The goal was to get to the exactly hoop, slow down. kid you guard me? Now you know I, you know I don't get me wrong. I love the game of basketball. I love the NBA. I love watching it even today, but i would have never thought as a, like you said 10 11 12 13 14 year old that i would see people taking step back
1: threes oh and think that that was that was acceptable yeah. like i remember dennis Rodman doing it and dennis Rodman did it out of he was doing it out of frustration she was doing it out because he wanted to do it because i remember watching and he was just taking up shots for no reason and i'm looking back at it and i'm like he really did do that but here was the thing they did not control dennis you know what i mean like they put the clamps on dennis dennis knew what his job was okay when he was out on the floor was to defend and rebound and score when needed terrible free throw shooter couldn't shoot worth a darn anywhere but when he made baskets i did it did it not surprise you yeah it did I'm, I'm, now, now mind you i'm talking about his time with the bulls i ain't talking about when he's with the pistons i'm not talking about when he's with the spurs i'm talking about his th- the final three people because yeah. that's what the last dance the last dance is pertaining to the 97 98 team the team that went 62 and 20 beat the jazz with michael jordan hit the game winning shot to close out his bulls career yeah that's what that's where i'm coming from and but I'm going back and I'm watching and I'm seeing how you know, Mike struggled Mike struggled in that last dance year people don't re- remember Michael was the one that had to get the rebounds because I think Ryman was hurt if I'm not correct in the beginning of that season Pippen was hurt too and he had to do a lot of the work boy down on him yeah and, and, and at 35 years of age you seeing a totally different Michael. I remember that was a game that Mike had. He had 29 points and like 17 rebounds. And he was like, "Wait a minute, what?" That's because Mike felt he had to take put everything on his back. You know to to, to make sure that the team stayed on top and was willing to do it. That was the thing. Was the, was
0: a the willing party to do it. You know, right? And to me that that just that just more even as even as athleticism diminished, his greatness still was, was still shining through, and that's one thing that I just, just can't take away from Mike. You know, and which, adds, which brings me to my question. Okay. Best of his time, absolutely. The best of this time, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James versus MJ. How does it match up?
1: At, you talking about that? So we talking about that. Thirty-five years of age. Are we talking about at a different time? Like
0: I'm, I'm saying, like LeBron has had enough time right now, of where we can yeah. look at career. Yeah, see their careers side by side. You need to pick
1: who is the GOAT. Who you got? I'm still gonna pick Mike, and the reason why I'm gonna pick Mike is this. The stats for LeBron James are going to transcend, other than the scoring, is gonna transcend what Mike did. And the reason why I say that, while Mike is still the GOAT, is because of Mike's will to win. Now, don't get me wrong, Mike, uh LeBron James got nine trips to the finals. Nine straight trips to the finals, but he was only three and six in them finals. Yeah. Okay. It was very close to and being one and eight. Oh, good grief, Ooh, man! Very, very close. Because I, it, it, it it's almost make it seem like the one that they had against the Thunder, or the one. Let me let's put it back this way: the one against the Spurs, the first one, should not have never happened in the first place. But if it was thanks to Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is the reason why the Spurs lost that first time. I mean, because Kawhi, Kawhi took offense that second year am i am I, tell, now tell me am i wrong no
0: you you're not you're not wrong you know a lot of people talk about ray allen in the bailout you know but
1: but the reason it was a bailout because leonard missed one or two free yep. throws remember if you go by that last few seconds of that game six and thirteen Kawhi, i think made the first missed the second or vice versa but the thing was and if people like well all they had to do is go down to defend ray allen which is true but the seal the fact of the matter is you know ray allen is a dead-eye great shooter and so you're gonna get a better you know get a great chance of him knocking down a three and that's what he did yeah but if that that doesn't that doesn't happen he hits both free throws i mean he could shoot a three but it's gonna make him down one instead of tied at 95. exactly and so that was the big difference that the Kawhi Leonard miss is what transcended the Spurs and them to losing that series in seven. That that takes a mental toll on you. And, and that you know, takes and, a straight mental toll. And, and we're not even going to talk about
0: the Warriors going four minutes without scoring
1: at the end of the game uh, of Game Seven of uh was it sixteen? Yeah, like
0: uh, I mean, you talk about yeah. you talk about hitting one bucket in four minutes and the series is over yep you know so he was very very close to being one and eight you know I don't want to take anything away from <laughs> just, just
1: honestly like it was very close to being one and eight right and here's my thing a lot of people will sit back and say well why did he not take you know the final shots because he ain't that kind of dude he won't he will other folks to get the shine which is good because oh Landon, let me tell you something LeBron James is the type of player That you would love to play for on NBA 2K Am I wrong?
0: You're not wrong at all He is the perfect candidate
1: Is this, Man, 6'9", 250 pounds Can pass, can shoot you know he can shoot the rock you know when you know because it seemed like it's effortless the problem was yeah he went a great he's not a he's a decent free throw shooter but my thing was you know you want that guy that can pass the rock rebound that can uh score you wanted all of that block shots when needed but see that's the thing about his game he does like that in 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 uh what's the word i'm looking for it's like uh cycles well
0: that's the thing uh, what a lot of people feel in. They'd be dead wrong, but yet it's still their feelings, the way they feel. And I feel, if they were LeBron James, if they had his body and his skill set, that they would get more out of it.
1: And not only that, you would suspect the biggest dude, the the best guy on the floor to take the final shots. Like, I'm going to be that guy. I'm putting it on my back. I mean, he's done it before. He's done it before you know what I'm saying but it seemed like he did not want to carry that in his career and I'm like that's what that is what has been the most polarizing because honestly man I think LeBron James is the most polarizing figure in the NBA, in NBA history I'm serious Boy. I am very serious about that because there's no way a guy 6'9", 250 who has all that type of talent hasn't didn't win six rings seven rings eight rings that kind of deal man i'm like dude you should have teammates ready to line up against the wall saying hey man i want to win with you Absolutely. you should have had you could have had guys like kevin durant james harden all these guys that said they want to play with you so you went out it's like dude when y'all put that miami heat team together bosh and and and, Wade and james and then but you had to have a surrounding cast with it. Pass. these are the people these, these are the guys that you know that uh, honestly LeBron wanted on his squad you know what I'm saying absolutely he wanted him there that's why when he got back to Cleveland he's like he wasn't going back unless they knew that they was going to put a team to field together The reason why Mo Williams wasn't
0: with that group no more yeah there's a reason why when he wrote that letter. You know so salute to the word out that andrew wiggins was not a part of the le- part of the letter
1: and what really was? see and that's another thing like what i said about them being so polarizing how he was so quick to forgive dan Gilbert, who absolutely trashed him trash trashed him i'm like he to me I'm sorry he was not well deserving of that ring i'm talking about gilbert yeah. lebron and his team you know they they did that but dan gilbert did not deserve none of that because you sat there put a whole article out and trashed him and said we will win without you knowing dang well that was not true not even close not close at all and it And it wasn't going to be because you should already know that more stockpiling draft picks that they was gonna make i mean instantly the minute lebron got to the team they already considered a a playoff bound team it was playoff bound and maybe title contending and then when you add kevin love to the mix it just made it easier very much very much so.
0: And, and 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 that's that's one of the things you know about well do you make the players around you better and why aren't players lying up? Now, you know, in this last go around with the Lakers, you definitely see people coming and flocking, but it was just something, I don't know what it is about leadership. Maybe it has to do with age, you know, cause remind you, you gotta remember it. LeBron came in, not only did he come in at a high school, he came in as a number one guy at a high school. Like nobody else did it. Kobe didn't have to do that. You know, come in as the guy, as a kid, to lead men. And I look at the way some of the comments he made, why some players did not want to play with him, just flat out didn't want to play with LeBron. Like he would say stuff like, you know, sometimes talking to these guys reminds me of dealing with my kids. You can't say that about grown men. You can't sit there and, and when, you know, in Miami, when they had the big three, and referred to the rest of the guys as the little twelve. But that's what he did. Yeah, you know. And so I, I feel like, oh,
1: oh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's go down. Let's go back to 2011. Yeah. Where was this guy? Where was this guy at for the NBA Finals? When they needed you on the stage. Yeah. When you had Dwayne Wade yelling at you. Bruh, I can't do this by myself. Where you at, bro? Where you at? Gone. The last three games, nowhere to be found. Bro, what in the world made you let Dirk Nowitzki win on your home floor? Gone. It was a, he had that,
0: that James Harden effect, like just, just depleted at the end. No
1: more left and then not only that bro what happened in 2014 now see back in 2014 you know when the spurs got their revenge when they should have swept them and should have given them that gentleman's sweep yeah what should have happened then because lebron talking about he had the same effect because lebron had to do everything and dwayne Wade didn't because dwayne way was on his way out the door yep that's the thing man He got
0: the already. It, 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 it takes dwayne champion cold. and that's and that's the thing the proof of a champion and it's sad because it's not like LeBron is a bad player it's not like LeBron doesn't have a great career but because he was the man coming out in high school he had to learn these lessons on the main stage
1: and- instead of instead of having to know that when he was in could have had that when he was in college because yeah. good god almighty he could have went anywhere like
0: you look at you look Like Dwayne Wade Who Was a hell of a collegiate player But people forget As great of a As a March Madness he had His team lost by 30 points And then Carmelo put him away The following game And you know To win it and it ended up going And and winning the whole championship But because it was in college You can learn them lessons And nobody's going to hold that against you when you learning those lessons but when you do that on the main stage and you allow dallas to just run through you that's now on your permanent record
1: yes and i'm that's why i'm sitting here i'm like dude lebron james is the greatest player of this generation to say you the greatest player of all time it comes with a whole different moniker because let's not forget seattle I'm honestly going to be I'm, let's be honest here when the Chicago Bulls played the Seattle Sonics they could have swept them they really could have but let's and, and this is my just my opinion I don't care what anybody say. I think the Chicago Bulls in those uh games four and five they dropped them off on purpose just so they can win back in Chicago it's that's just my sure felt that way it show looked like because ain't no way you go up 3-0 and then you just drop back two games on purpose okay i mean did you i mean you just you just play to the team and say oh man we play hard and we dropped two games no nah, man y'all wasn't playing hard for real but you you made it respectable enough when you got back to chicago and you show who who the, uh sonic was boss then but my thing was even then they played them tough you know what I'm saying he's playing real hard he's playing hard in the 93 finals with Phoenix man they played them hard the 92 against Portland man was playing them tough 97 the Jazz. oh my gosh 97 98 finals I would never thought I would see the Jazz play in that type of light and then them getting back to the series and playing that same team again I really did think that the Jazz was gonna pull it off a
0: lot of people did you know, yeah,
1: the Jazz had me, had me wonder
0: especially even with the even with the lower scoring games. Look at where Carl where where Carl Malone is on the all-time scoring list.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't these 120, 130 point games. That's pure domination. You talking about percentage of the offense running through him. Pure domination. And, and that's my thing about when you could, when you compare Jordan and LeBron is you can look at the numbers, or you can look at the percentages. LeBron can only get the numbers, but he can, he he can't do anything with the percentages.
1: So, and you also <laughs> you're right, and then you also have to look at what killers do what did Kobe do what did Mike do what they did was close they closed games and I mean they did that on a nightly basis they want to make sure that they close the game out put the ball in my hands when the game is on the line the last two minutes of the game you know what time it is you couldn't say the same thing for LeBron James man I don't care how many times he took a shot and he made it it was when he made it and not only that if you had
0: somebody on the other side that was killing, who was guarding them? Yeah. Jordan would go and say, I'm yep. shutting you down. Yep. And he'd do it all game. Kobe would do it at the end of games. He'd do it at the end of games. Yep. You know, it. With... But, like, that's the thing. Like, when you look at it, it's like, okay, am I going to see LeBron James d'ing up Kevin Durant? Because I didn't.
1: He didn't. Didn't. He didn't. And even
0: when you talk about different positions, I'm sorry. You look at you know we mentioned Kawhi Leonard, and you look at the championship run he just had. And what 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 turned the tide in Milwaukee
1: when Kawhi shutting down, Giannis. Giannis. You know, shutting down Giannis. I mean, he, <laughs> he made him work for the points, man. Yeah.
0: And when when Kawhi hit that game winning shot that bounced 30 times on the rim who he shoot that off oh, Philly Joel and well, B like you know what I'm saying? like you go after whoever it is and you take him out and I don't see that from, from LeBron
1: No and that's the thing LeBron lives for the highlight Yeah Jordan lived for the game like I'm going to beat you and i'll get the praise or criticism later on lebron likes to highlight more than anything and, and that and i think that is what the, the the difference is between the two because if you look at lebron's defense lebron don't play lebron plays passing lane and lebron is a chase down defender he can't he's not a lock up defense guy like i'm gonna stand in front of you and you're not gonna get past me kawhi leonard was that guy michael jordan was that guy kobe Kobe Brown was that guy. You didn't. I don't think you. If you did see LeBron on a defensive team, it was because of those chase down blocks and then passing in front of steals, in front of him. Help defense. That's what I mean. help defense. He's he's not exactly. Not really. He's he's a he was a great help defense. He's a great help defender. Oh yes, but he lived for the chase down block because he knew it was exciting. Yeah. And he know what, what he's going to get, what kind of thrill is going to come in, inside of his head and what the fans are going to like. So, you know, you know,
0: I know this has turned into a bashing session. Obviously, between the two of us, it's obvious when you put LeBron and Jordan in the field, who we going with. It's pretty obvious
1: with us. So, so I'm I'm, gonna, I got to go with MJ, man, all day, man. But my thing when we got away from was the last dance is yeah. what we're looking forward to seeing yeah. in that and and yeah we sorry folks we sorry we got on a tangent but i want i want people to understand what we have seen over the last shoot 30 years (laughs) (laughs) it's like 30 years of that and you know the tides of the nba was changing but back to the last dance one thing i'm i'm slightly sad over is that this will be the last time we see an interview from kobe bryant because yeah. uh, Kobe Kobe's featured in Last that, And when I say man They went out and got everybody Everybody for this documentary And then this is the last I think this is the last one With David Stern in it too Oh that's right That's you gotta right. be the last one With David Stern man I mean they went out And got everybody Anybody you can think of That's anybody that was associated With the Chicago Bulls team is on there and it's like that's see that's what made this that's what made the trailer so mind-blowing that's what made this that's what made this documentary so mind-blowing and i'm so glad that they chose to move up this documentary yeah I I mean,
0: the only thing the only
1: thing they can have done better is moving up more <laughs> <laughs> like to t- t- tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> You know, as I'm sitting there saying, man, I'm like, this would have been everything, dude. But it, it is going to be everything. I think, man, Rainy's are going to go through the roof for this. Yes, it is. And I mean, because everybody want to know the story. Everybody want to know the story. Like, I I have an associate of mine that he has some stories of Mike, man. You know, I've heard some stories about Mike, uh, especially, you know, about his gambling issues and stuff. You know uh will anything come of come in the document documentary about what happened between him and steve Kerr? did you remember hearing that story oh yeah no oh yeah you know, yes
0: Kerr has spoken about that recently you know of course you know me being around the warriors you know yeah. i've heard heard the story you know close to personal but
1: yeah yeah he he had to put them hands on him <laughs> <laughs> but the, the reason why he's putting hands on him, man, because he was getting everything in in practice. But and so that's what made that, you know, a bit more difficult. That means I want to know. I wonder if like what other players besides Mike Scotty and Dennis is gonna participate. You know, because I know those three is gonna be in it, and it is already big enough when you get Michael Jordan to come and do a documentary yeah, of, of awesome. this magnitude. You know what I'm saying So um, Man I was looking at those The the, the roster that they had I could have sworn I seen Oprah I know I seen Obama I know I saw Carmen Electra in it I saw Adam Silver I saw Kobe I saw Shaq I'm like Patrick Ewing I'm like good God This is going to be a great oh, man. What? <laughs> it. It's going to be lovely It's just my- it. Like you can't You can't sit here like man I, w- I wish dvds was really back in effect now man because i'm like that is gonna be something cherished yeah for a long time man and, and if netflix ain't got a, ha- a hands on that man it's gonna be a problem and a half yeah,
0: it's gonna be something And know uh, it's it's probably because, because who's now it, it it probably won't be netflix because it's espn which is disney
1: which is hulu they they better not put that on disney plus okay okay you said hulu hulu okay yeah. so they but but that's the thing a lot of i've seen a lot of uh their netflix stuff has been removed uh 30 for 30 films have been removed man like one of my favorites i wanted to go back was who killed the usfl and i've yet to see the xfl documentary so i probably have to because you know huh? now
0: as you know now under the hulu netflix it's also ESPN Plus, so they're putting all that stuff on ESPN Plus
1: for the uh, live TV. If, if, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, see, that's the thing, man. I I am so intrigued for this because, you know, I, I, I was 13 during that run. You know, when they got to they won the title, but you know, I got older. You know, I, I, I ain't gonna sit there and lie to you, man. I was. I was, I cried the day that Mike retired back in '99. I'm 14, man. I don't care. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? And I, thought it, was be little, be I thought it was literally me. over.
0: <laughs> that to, as great as he, numbers here are, Michael retired three times.
1: Yes, he did. Hey, I wonder if that will be brought up in the documentary about his first retirement. Yeah. Because. He the first time he retired, I think, because it was some. There was some stories, and I know uh, I talked with some people. uh, Your boy Ed, me and him have had conversations about it. uh, That the first retirement was because Stern was going to suspend him. Yeah, because of some gambling debt, and then the, the stuff that happened with his pops. With his pops, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they but they went back, and they were saying. Uh, we can't suspend our global our global guy how would that make the league look
0: and you know and that, that had been going on since the beginning because if you remember the, the Jordan band story with the yeah. shoes yep. you know, well although they never actually officially banned them, banned them but they, they wanted to and then they said when Stern had him in the meeting Stern turned around and asked him for a pair for his son so you know Michael was already just just too big for the league like you couldn't you
1: couldn't do it like. I can't remember Uh, that was an autobiography of his it's like right out of his second retirement. I had it briefly um I think it was for the love of the game um and he spoke about that in his autobiography man about how big the sales were in like the all-star game what led to the all-star game freeze out. Back in 85 was that they looked at him as some kind of brash kid and he looked at it as i'm trying to make nike look good because mm-hmm. nike nike is sitting here putting their time and effort with me and want to put this shoe out you know what i'm saying and he was that year everything the bulls was lebron he was a lebron James back in 85. (laughs) you know what i'm saying he had he had every stat, every everything uh with the team he led and everything for you know uh for the bulls that year but my thing was that was the thing about mike man mike was a global and still is a global phenomenon like even when in, in in when he passes when he passes away i think it's gonna go even mega through the roof with his sales i mean the fact that
0: they still going now the way that they're going is is something that just can't be replicated like this this is we've never seen it you can't you can't sit here and tell me
1: you ain't never seen a dr J shoe come out if it does they doing it out of respect out of you know for that reason but you have never seen it being brought out every freaking year you haven't seen that with Shaq you ain't seen that for real with Kobe you're gonna see that with Kobe now because of the recent tragedy you know with Kobe which is still ooh, that still is a shock to me like oh, man. I can't sit here man and be like Kobe Bryant is dead it's now dead Kobe Bryant died he really died
0: man I I know for me I was like yo it's too soon but then you know I look at it and Kobe did everything at a faster pace. So w- when you look at what he was able to accomplish in his life, Kobe's done, man. Like, you know, he, he did what he was supposed to do on earth. And, you know, you look at the wars that he's won, the people that he's touched, you know, being able to come out of high school, being able to come out of retirement and, win awards in new fields the very next year that people work a lifetime for you know salute to the legacy of one kobe being bryant man like he that that's that's a whole nother level of just accomplishment that you gotta take your hat off too
1: i was not a fan of kobe bryant i'm gonna sit here and be honest with you i'm not a fan i've said it on several other shows that i've been on He's not a fan but i respect his game i respect this game no matter how i see it i can't say he did have his game emulated like michael but it was more finesse than mike in my opinion you know what i'm saying and to surpass his his hero because you know mike was his hero yeah yeah um there was a video slight video about uh I think it was Kobe and Mike in, his, in Mike's final All-Star game. And they was going back and forth about some stuff. And uh, it was just weird, man, how Kobe was trying to uh, direct Mike, saying, why you didn't do this, man? This not what you are supposed to do. And it, you know they going back and forth. But that was that competitive nature. See, you won't get that with no LeBron, man. You won't get that at all. Yeah. No, you're that's, right. That's what's crazy. That's what's crazy about all of that, man. And then you know, seeing them did the did the did LeBron ever speak at Kobe's funeral? I don't
0: recall him speaking. I didn't watch the whole ceremony though, so okay. I, I,
1: I couldn't, tell you. I couldn't tell you. Say, even even if he did, man, he, he couldn't really say what well, Mike could say it, you know, about him, man, like the, the competitive nature that both of them had it was now that was evident you want to say somebody played like mike there you go yeah yeah if you, absolutely if you want to say anything about lebron man you say magic johnson instantly Yeah, you know i'm saying because he looked for more flash and, and match uh, and magic knew when to make the pass you know what i'm saying and, and that's what lebron did and that's fine man I'm, I'm grateful of that man but i understand man that you know what Kobe was able to do what Mike was able to do with LeBron I, you know it makes me appreciate all of it for real yeah yeah it definitely does man because you got to puts, see them
0: yeah and it puts it in perspective man the greatness that, that we witnessed and just have appreciation man so I definitely do that I tell you what man I really appreciate your time I got your producers here telling me that you got another show lined up so I know we got to get you on the road
1: but my, my producers,
0: yeah, your producers, your handlers over here telling me that we need to wrap it up. Oh, straight up, man. So you know, I, but I will say, man, I appreciate you for uh, donating your time. The door is always open. Yeah, uh, what we talking about? We talk about any and everything. So yes, sir. Anything that comes to mind, I will have to tell you though. You saying that comment about Kobe? You weren't a fan of his game. Uh, Dr. G was on the show, and she probably's going to give you a phone call about that. No, I said so, I,
1: I was a fan of his game. I wasn't a fan of him, though. I couldn't. I couldn't cheer for him, man. Couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it, man. All right, couldn't do it, dude. So yeah, if I get a phone call, man, they they you know where to find me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I know she does. So, all <laughs> that, man, thank you again for coming in. Y'all know what this is. This is season two of what we're talking about. Y'all should already have all the information. But before we go, if you want to find out more information about the end zone and the A train, tell them where they can find you.
1: And you can go find me on Twitter at uh, NTZ Network. And then you can also find me at the A train STL for in the zone network.
0: That's what it is, y'all. Thank y'all again for spending this time with us. We will see you next time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. It ain't about what you say, ain't about what we say, but it is about what we talking about. This has been another episode of What We Talk About, and we will see you next time. We out.